0: The sky's the limit on the third installment of British Air here on Tales of the Extraordinary. After mysterious Rocketmen stole the deadly BET weapon and kidnapped his friends, Little Dickie Broughton teamed with ace reporter Sally Corr to stop them before they wiped out all of the British aristocracy. In a brazen ambush during a circus performance in London, the Rocketmen struck. Dickie and his ally, Nigel, managed to stall them long enough for their intended victims to escape. In the melee, however, Dickie and two circus folk were dragged into the sky by a heliochopper. Meanwhile, Officer Sullivan and Dr. Heinrich von Klegel have found themselves aboard an amazing flying vessel full of wondrous objects, and have now come face to face with their captor, the Mysterious Captain. We take you there now.
1: Are you enjoying your meal, Mr. Sullivan? Yeah, sure. You have not even touched your food. I have trust issues. A pity. Mr. Holstrom, our chef, was quite proud of the dish. An old Finnish recipe he calls... Salad bird. Wow. Fascinating. I concur. I was being sarcastic. This is the most
2: delicious fowl it has been my pleasure to have consumed of late. I simply must have the recipe, my good fellow.
1: Doc, come on. We're trapped on a flying boat against our will. What's wrong with you?
2: My sciatica has been acting up lately, but the delicate flavors of this salad bird have been taking my mind off of it quite effectively thank you for asking as to our current predicament i find i always think better on a full stomach which reminds me of a story do you mind not at all dot it seems i was being held prisoner on some sort of mysterious ship My traveling companion at the time would simply not stop asking me impudent questions. This was quite irritating, as I'm sure you can imagine. And his excellent
1: meal was becoming very cold. What about your daughter? What have you done to Andrea, Mac? Why don't you ask her yourself? Daddy? Andrea! Come in, my dear. My apologies for starting our meal in your absence. You seem suddenly speechless, Mr. Sullivan. You look... Beautiful. Thank you, Mike. That dress belonged to my late wife. I'm pleased to see that it fits you. Have they hurt you? You will find, Mr. Sullivan, that we mean you no harm. So long as you are on my ship, you are my guests. Oh, but outside your ship, we're just targets, huh? I'm afraid that was a misunderstanding. We heard that Prime Kingsley's invention was in the hands of criminals. My men treated you as such. You might want some better intel, then. Those were police officers you attacked. According to whom? What do you mean? The League of Nations, I guess. (laughs) An impotent body formed by warmongering colonial oppressors. I do not recognize their authority. You
2: don't get to decide that, pal. Don't I? Try the salad bird, dear. They'll be going at it for a while, I suspect.
1: The League is a world body. Your own country is probably a member. Mr. Sullivan, I belong to no nation. I have no home but for the deadens. Not even a name. Not anymore. My past life died with my wife and children. Well, when you're in someone else's house, you respect their rules. It's just a matter of respect. Then I shall never visit their lands. I exist in the ether. No nation can they claim on the air and space above them. One cannot own the heavens. You can't survive without laws! It would be anarchy. On this we agree. You're on my ship. I am the law. If it makes you feel better, think of the Deadless as its own mobile nation. And I suppose you fancy yourself a king. No. A king rules with an iron fist, oppresses the poor, starts meaningless violence like your great war. The people on my ship chose to be here. Chose to follow me and if necessary give their lives for our cause. And what is your cause, if I may ask? You may. In a word, justice. Something your colleague would understand. Dr. Schultz? I think he's referring to the unknown. Oh, that would make sense, yes. Perhaps you and he should have a powwow, then. Too bad you left him in France when you kidnapped us. Ah, but of course you wouldn't know. My apologies, while you were quarantined in your quarters. Cells, you mean?
2: I wouldn't say that. My room was quite spacious with running water and a separate bathroom, even. I've been in a cell and this is anything but-
1: If I may interrupt you, my dear Doctor, I look forward to conversing with you at length in the future. However, I am setting up a dramatic reveal. Oh,
2: excuse my digression. You may continue.
1: Thank you. Just get on with it. In short, your friend clung tenaciously to our Heliochopper as it accidentally delivered you to us. The unknown is here? Yes. Why didn't you tell us? We weren't aware of it until just recently. He's quite elusive and crafty. Many of my men were injured trying to find and subdue him. Where is he now? Have you killed him? You will find, Mr. Sullivan, that we are not animals. As for your friend's whereabouts. Unknown! Gentlemen, please show our guest to his seat. Aye aye, Captain. Hello, Mike. How's
3: your salad bird? How do you- I'm part finish.
1: You may need to remove your mask if you wish to eat, So.
3: Then it looks like I'll be skipping dinner,
1: Dad incorrigible. I understand how you may feel, but I assure you that we have similar goals, you and I.
3: Unless those goals involve you being stabbed with this fork, I doubt it.
1: I admire your audacity. The two guards flanking me are veterans of your great war. They would easily stop any attempts at violence that you may... Captain, look out!
3: Holy! Did you just throw that fork into his
1: arm? I
3: was aiming for the captain's eye.
1: Shall I punish him, Captain? Stand down. Take him back to his quarters, and then attend to your wound in the medical bay. Aye, aye. I am disappointed, sir. Perhaps we can debate more when you are feeling mature enough. Don't count on it. Hey! I'm sorry for the sudden outburst. Unfortunately, I have an appointment in the hangar. If you'll excuse me, gentlemen. Lady. Now, hold on, tough guy. You haven't told us what you're doing with the BET. Or when you'll let us go.
2: Not too soon, I hope. I'm having a wonderful time.
1: For the sake of brevity, let me say that should everything have gone as planned, the BET has already served its purpose. Then when will you free us? I am sorry if you were misled, Mr. Sullivan, but once on board my ship, there is no way off. You're with us for the long haul, as they say. What? You can't- Damn.
2: Hmm. I don't think I want to stay here that long. I have a very important meeting next week with Henry Ford. We're visiting a Hopi sweat lodge with he and his lovely wife.
0: And now a word from our sponsors. Hello, sir.
2: Can I tell your fortune?
0: Oh, I'm uh,
3: I'm not interested. I'm sorry. No. I, uh,
0: special trinkets?
3: But no, the, no, no, no. Do you
2: have any spare chains?
3: No. Get. D- d- would you just get get off me? How many of them are? Well, yeah, Fifteen, just twenty
2: of these. Chuck him. Get his shoes. Oh man, oh, they, oh uh, look at his car.
3: You can't go anywhere in this city anymore. It's just.
0: Are you infested with gypsies?
2: Why, yes, I am.
0: Well, fear no longer with Dr. Moonbeam's Gypsy Repellent.
2: Mr. announcer, would you like me to tell you a fortune?
0: Watch this.
2: Fantastic. Where do I get it?
0: At any local Woolworth station.
2: Excuse me, sir, would you like to buy some Gypsy Repellent?
0: Also comes an extra strength industrial size. For all those larger Gypsies. Excuse me, I have a fortune to tell you. And now. Back to Tales of the, the extraordinary. extraordinary
2: I say, unhand me. I'll have you know I'm trained in the ancient Chinese boxing arts. Wow, really? Oh Ow. <clears throat> well, I may have exaggerated. Ow. Hey, stop hurting the little guy. I'm fine. I meant the other little guy. Little guy. You will be quiet until the captain arrives. And then what? Ah! I urge you to be quiet. As he said,
0: the captain would decide what to do with you.
3: I have an idea. How about a game of Skittles?
1: What is that?
3: Very easy. A big guy like Rod here.
1: Hey there. He
3: takes a big ball and bowls it into some pins or Skittles and they're gonna fly in.
0: How do you propose we play this game? There are no balls or pins in the hangar bay.
3: No, 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 no. I will be
2: the ball. Watch. Amazing! My, but he is flexible. Ow!
1: I told you to be quiet.
2: are you letting them talk?
3: Shh! Okay, now pick me up, a Rod. Nice and tight, okay? Oh, oh no, not that tight. <laughs> Got it? Sure thing, little
2: guy. Okay. Uh, what
0: will we use for pins? Ah, that's
3: where you fellows come in.
0: Toss me, a Rod! What?
3: No, catch. Oh.
2: Fantastic, lads!
3: No, please. Thank you. Thank you, yes, we know. No audience, man. Shh. I'm in the moment.
2: I think it would be prudent to scatter before their captain arrives, lad. Come along.
1: Too late for that, gentlemen. Ah, not good. Well, this is a surprise. The infamous Richard Broughton. I believe you mean famous. I meant what I said. Your plundering and raping of poor nationalities are, as I said, infamous. I put them in a museum for the world to see, to admire. And to boost your own image. You steal sacred treasures for a glorified show-and-tell that perpetuates your own fame.
2: Is this an Indian versus Britain thing? As I always say, bring it up with the bigwigs. I'm just an average subject of the crown.
1: We did try to bring it to them tonight. However, I am told that you are responsible for its failure. I have no small part to play. uh,
2: Stopping the murder of hundreds of innocents.
1: By killing three of my men. Well, technically that was Nigel. I merely helped. Hey, big man. Sorry to
2: butt in, but... uh can we go? We don't even know this guy.
3: I have been holding onto Rod's foot for a long time. My shoulders are very,
1: oh, ah,
3: hmm, you know, a little, ah, cracking in the back of the shoulders.
1: My apologies, gentlemen. I got carried away. Please follow me to your quarters. Sleep is good. Oh, yeah. Sleep makes a happy Rod, man.
2: I begrudgingly follow. Lead the way, my
1: Capitan.
0: in the streets of London.
2: Extra, extra, Yank movie star, where's French singer at gunpoint?
1: Read all about it! Ah, you almost hit that newsie, Sheila!
2: I told you to stop calling me that, Pike.
1: You're scaring poor Barney. Sorry,
2: but we got to get to your plane.
1: What's left of it?
2: Before that unnatural storm cloud leaves England. I think the captain is creating it somehow to mask this air force.
1: And you want to take it on with just the HMS Betty?
2: He may be an ace pilot, Pike, but I doubt even you could- Look out! Thanks. Me is everyone driving on the wrong side of the road? Sweet Jesus, we're all gonna die! Not until we save Dickie and the others. We're here.
1: Crikey, look at all these fighter planes. Where'd they come from? Hello again, lassie.
2: Agent McLaughlin, you got my message. Good.
1: Hey, I managed to get about two dozen flyboys suited up and ready to go. Now this looks like a right air force. Bonnie and I will get the plane warmed up. You sure you know where the terrorists are, Miss Cor?
2: Nope, but you do. Excuse me? Check your League radio badge. Now, set it to home in on Agent Dupont's badge. How'd you know, about... I'm a reporter. I know everything. Just like I know that the badge in Dickie's pocket is going to lead us straight to the bad guys. Crafty lass, crafty.
1: Your quarters are at the end of the hall. They belong to the men you murdered.
2: He murdered?
1: Yeah. Totally not us.
2: I'm ignoring you both. My, my. This ship is a veritable museum, eh? Is that an original bust of Emperor Nero?
1: It is. The Daedalus houses countless ancient cultural treasures. All of them irreplaceable. They are safer here than anywhere in the... Oops. Sorry, big man. It was lighter than it looked. You... You? I should
3: have mentioned that Arad is a sort of klutz, yes? All brawn. Not so much for the fine motor skills.
2: No problem. You got some glue or something? I can totally fix
1: this. No, just... Just keep away. Go to your rooms. All of you. Who do I talk to about a wake-up call? You will be sequestered here until the funeral. Funeral? For the men, the brothers, lost in battle.
2: Look, if it helps, I'm sorry my friend killed your genocidal brothers, all right?
1: You will have a chance to atone. You are familiar with the Judean law of an eye for an eye?
2: Aye. I I mean, uh, yes.
1: Good. Then you will understand why the three of you are to be executed following the ceremony.
2: Whoa! I don't even know this guy!
0: Our heroes in the thrall and in the clutches of the Captain of the Daedalus. The League of Nations gearing for battle. And did that newsie say what I think he did? The troubles continue next week in the continuing chapter of British Air, here on Tales of the Extraordinary!